This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 36 of Wisdom by Wisa on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Dunnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sophia Gela. Welcome to Wisdom by Wisa on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. As 2019 is about to come to an end, we have Sophia joining us today as always, and I'd love to hear from you, Sophia, about what WISA is looking forward to in the coming 2020. Yes, there is a lot. So first, of course, we have the 2020 WESA trade show starting on January 10th, and then WESA will also operate and manage West Trust under the same name, but as a separate entity starting on January 1st. And then we'll also dive right into the relocation to Dallas. With just a few days, I mean, really not long at all before WISA is to start up in January. If retailers would still like to attend, can they still sign up? Yes, they can do that. And we actually have two different um, lanes at the WISA trade show. So retailers who have been there before and have submitted their proof of being a buyer can get their badges in the faster lane. And then buyers who have never been there but would like to check it out can register right at the trade show. You mentioned something just a second ago about West Trust. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so West Trust was established in 2002, and it is a trust fund with the goal to assist deserving individuals in need within the Western industry. And WESA will now be taking it over starting in 2020. And as always, there will be a selling auction during the January West Hood trade show, and the proceeds will go towards that trust fund, of course. And if, yeah, anyone would like to come by and check it out, that will be right in the Plaza Center, as always. Fantastic. Well, thanks again, Sophia. And Mike, now we'll just let you introduce our wonderful guest for today. The rugged Western lifestyle, especially in the ranching and rodeo worlds, and the philosophy that led to the selection of Affliction and American Fighter as the brand names for two wildly popular and international clothing brands are not at all unlike. Mike Sims, who markets these brands, notes that the company sees Affliction as meaning pain and suffering due to adversity to claim victory and a willingness to push the limits of what is possible. American Fighter recognizes those who have risen against all odds to claim victory. They also are going to be introducing a new product, and Mike joins us to talk about how all of these philosophies and these brands echo the Western lifestyle. Hey, Mike, welcome to Wisdom by Wessa. Well, thank you, and thank you for having me. Mike and I, for audience sake, Mike and I had a great conversation yesterday. We talked about the origin of, of affliction, the origin of American fighter. We talked about how it actually does blend with the philosophies and belief of the Western lifestyle, which, like the others, is not an easy life. 
you have to fight through it, and their art and their philosophy blends with that. Mike, let's talk just a little bit about the origin of Affliction and American Fighter. I know you also have a third line, and Casey, jump in whenever you like to carry this along. But you go ahead, Mike. Okay. Well, Affliction, you know, we've been around for, gosh, 14 years, I would say. About 14 years. You know, we started the brand down here in Orange County, California. Started a lifestyle brand. And during that same time, we've all been very active in the sport world. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the UFC popped up and we had some fighters that we knew. We put it on the on the TV and next thing you know, it just kind of blew up in the fight world, which really wasn't our true intentions to be labeled as a fight brand years ago. You know, and we do everything ourselves. We're 100% passion driven with our company. And it took us a few years for people to understand that we weren't just a fight brand, which has been a blessing for us. And moving forward years later, here we are, and people take us a little bit more serious. I would think they realize that, you know, what we do is 100% from us. We do our own manufacturing, our T-shirts. Not only our T-shirts are the best designs out there, I feel, but so is the quality of our shirts. We really stand behind the quality that we, that we put out. And, you know, years later, we're crossing over into this world of Western, even though we kind of always never tried to dabble in the Western world. But I think years, I think a few years ago when kind of country and rock kind of crossed over to each other, you know, next thing you know, it's like we have like Blake Shelton's band members coming down here wanting to get clothes. You know, we see, Trace Atkins wearing our clothes. We're like, wow, this is great. You know, this is awesome. And we've had to, we've got to experience that world. And out of all the different worlds that we've been in, in this business, it's like, there's no better world than the Western world. Like I love my customers now and it's just, we love it. You know, are we a Western brand? No, we're not a Western brand. We're a lifestyle brand that kind of fits into the Western lifestyle vibe, if I could say. I've got some good way to put it. Casey, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a band member of Blake Shelton's. Nonetheless, I do wear your products and and have for quite some time. And so I think think it's really cool. And I love the fact that it kind of just happened. It wasn't necessarily a goal of yours to cross over into the Western world. But could you maybe detail just a little bit closer about when that happened for you guys? And maybe a little more detail on the significance of your brand and what it represents and how it really does coincide with what the Western world stands for. Well, you know, let's see. So we've always had this niche with affliction, with these intense graphics and this look that no one else really had for years. And to this day, I don't really think another brand has come out where it was like, wow, it's affliction. Wow, it's this. So we've always had this niche. Now, we've always had customers throughout Texas and in the Midwest that always carried the affliction line, you know, not a lot, but they always had that. And we never could figure out why, but we embraced it. And years later, we see it more and more and how we kind of really transition into the Western community is for us. It's like a lot, it's a lot of the stuff that we collaborate with. We do a collaboration with Cryptech with an Affliction Cryptech, which helps those guys out. 
We work with Chris Kyle's wife. We do a Chris Kyle affliction shirt that helps donate money to her foundation, which is the Frog Foundation, which helps support, you know, her dreams and, you know, keeping Chris Kyle and all that alive. It's been an amazing thing to work with them. Amazing. And we've always worked, Randy Couture, who is a world-time, just one of the most amazing men you'll ever meet in your life. Um, He did come from the UFC Hall of Famer, but he's also a retired veteran, also in the movies. But he always had a passion to give back to the military. So we created a brand a few years back called the GI Foundation. Very patriotic, very mid-America. His foundation, that supports his military donations to a hospital that no one really knows about. It's a hundred percent. Everything that he, that we do, it's a hundred percent goes to his foundation and that helps uh, military families with wounded vets. It's this really cool thing we do. And we've been doing that for years. And I think the more people kind of understood that it kind of just fits into mid America, you know, yeah. and where that's at and what it stands for. And especially this day and age, the whole patriotic thing. We've always done that. We've always been supportive of that. So sure. I think, I think the sign of the times has kind of gravitated towards the things that we do um, outside of just the UFC, which a lot of people only saw us as the UFC brand, you know, and we really weren't. Sure. That was just part of our brand. Right. Let's assume that we're at the Wessa show or whatever. I'm a retailer. I've got a couple of stores. I've done pretty well selling hats and boots and some belts and all that other good stuff. But I think I might be missing a part of the market that my retail customers really want, and that's your type of product. How do I begin to add that and take advantage of that to my line? And what do you, what do you say to me to convince me I'm really right? We're looking for partners. Like we don't, we want to build partnerships with whoever it is that wants to work with us. And a lot of the questions is like, you know, what brands are you currently carrying? Who is your customer? You know, and we're not looking for like, oh, you have to spend this much money on the first deal with us and okay, see you later. Thanks. It's like, we take it really serious. You know, each customer we do, we want to, we want to help them build the line in their store. You know, we've been doing this for so many years and, you know, some things are going to work and some things aren't. And that's just the reality of that. We have such a big collection. We fine tune it. We start small and we build, we build the brand in your store along with a wonderful partnership that we can work together. And that's kind of been our model for a while. And it's, it's, it's proven huge success for us. And so, you know, in, in the Western community, it's like, are we, do we sell button downs? Absolutely. We do. But are we a button down company for a Western I don't know, not really, but we can create a t-shirt and a pair of denims that your guys are going to want to wear when they're not all in the button downs and at the, you know, rodeos where they can have to dress so conservative, but an everyday look, you know, with their cowboy boots and a cool t-shirt and a hooey hat, they're good to go, you know, and that's kind of where we fit in. I I think if I was a retailer, um, the diversity that you bring and and me being someone that loves fashion and always looking for something different, as you mentioned, you may not be a Western company, but you sell the products that can fit within the industry itself anyways. And so for a retailer, that's a huge benefit, the diversity, because they can bring something in that still fits with our Western world, but it gives somebody some 
just anybody, any shopper, girls, it doesn't have to be guys because as I mentioned, I wear your products too. And um, so it gives these retailers a really huge ability to be really creative with their marketing too and bringing a new product in like that that may catch some different eyes and isn't the just the norm that you would typically see. Absolutely. And a lot of the things, every shirts that we bring in, majority of them are going to, proceeds are going to be donated to a good cause. It's either going to be donated, like I said, to a Chris Kyle cause, to a GI Foundation with Randy Couture. We, sure. we support the military. We support the police. We support the fire department. So a lot of your shirts, no matter what, they're going to come with a little sticker saying, you know, this particular shirt supports the military. This particular sh- shirt yeah. supports the officers. And I think that really helps the guys that are kind of on the fence about, well, whoa, your affliction, you know, it's like you guys are a crazy, you know, wild design, you know, <laughs> brand out of California. And it's like, well, not really, you know, yeah. this is who we really are. Yeah. And you get to know us and you're like, man. I didn't know you guys had did any of this stuff. And we've sure. been doing this for years. Right. Been doing that. Yeah. So I think that helps for me to if I'm really trying to push the cell, like, well, let's put, you know, where are you located? Well, let's you know, everybody knows who Chris Kyle is down in South Texas. Yeah. Let's put some of your stuff, you know, some Chris Kyle will support some of the military cause and and let's see what happens, you know. Yeah. And they, there's a lot of heart and soul to your company and oh, um, we are one hundred percent passion driven. Yeah. That's, and, that's and, sure. and that's very obvious. And so I'm thinking about the obvious commonalities between, say, our Western world and your company. And, and that's one that I immediately notice. Another is talking about the patriotism. That's something yes. that we really stand for in the Western world. So however the sports may be different, whether it's a fighter or a Navy SEAL or a rodeo athlete or whatever the case may be, there's a lot of commonalities with your brand in our industry. That, I believe you're 100% correct. And that's kind of where we fit in right there. We're not trying to be somebody that we're not, but yet we, we share the same passion and the same beliefs. Mike, I do know there is a third brand. And I'm wondering if you want to just chat a little bit about that and how it meshes with the other two brands. Well, I think the, 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 other, the second brand that we should talk about first would be American Fighter. Now, American Fighter is, is another brand that we started a few years back. Um, and there again, we started it. We, we, we bought the brand from a, a fighter, Rich Franklin, Hall of Famer. And we wanted to take it out of the ring. And just we wanted to bring different techniques, just a lot of color, a lot of bright colors. And we really didn't want it to be labeled as a fight brand again, even though it said American Fighter. And it hasn't been. You know, the, the campaign behind that is like, what are you fighting for? Everybody's fighting for something. And we came out with a lot of colors and there again, you know, we've been doing this for a long time. We use different material for the shirts. You know, we really took our time different, like the way we print and the techniques. And if you really ever look at one of our shirts, you're like, well, how do they do this? Cause there is a lot of time that goes into it. And that brand in the Western community blew up faster than any, anywhere, any of the other kind of communities. And we sell, tons of American fighter in the Western world. And and there again, we don't know how it got there, but we're there and we're embracing it because we love the Western community. We love the people there. So we're like, great, this is awesome. And it's a lower price point tee, which I think might help a little bit there. Again, we do put the seal on it with every shirt that we sell. There's a certain cause that it's going to. 
So we do that, and that supports there again are the people that we believe in our heroes and it's filled with brights colors i mean i remember when we first launched that that brand the the fighter rich franklin he's like just do me a favor make me a pink shirt i'll never forget this he's like make me a pink shirt we're like pink but he always wore pink in the ring because he always supported breast cancer just mm-hmm. a really good dude so we built these pink shirts and i'm out there trying to sell you know sell this new brand out to the majors and they're like, you're selling pink shirts? We're like, yes, we're selling pink shirts. And do you realize that within six months, we couldn't keep a pink, a men's pink shirt in stock? And they were all going mostly into the Western community yeah. to the younger kids. Like the bright pink colors that goes with their jeans, it goes with their boots. And a little bit maybe of a younger generation was, was picking up on that first, I would say. But we can't keep the stuff in stock. It's crazy. So that brand's done very well and and continues to grow very well with the company. The third brand you're talking about, I believe, is did you it's the women's American Highway? Is that what you're talking about, Mike? Yes, sir. Yeah. The American Highway brand is it's just another, you know, it's kind of a soft launch right now. We'll be showing it at West South. It's a very low, low price point women's tea. And with our twist and designs on it a little bit more simple a little bit more cleaned up you know because we do see the trends we do see where you know you got to trend out sometimes and we see the women wanting to kind of like play around with a little bit less less expensive less real fancy brand name shirts and that's kind of where we came up with that and there again we we do everything ourselves so our our bodies are sewed by ourselves and and the designs are a little bit more simpler than an affliction shirt but it kind of fits into trend in that world for sure. And it's just a lower price point. I, I mean, I think, I think they, you know, they retail from like $24 is the shirts that we're kind of targeting on that. That's that brand. It's still in the, it's still in the works of marketing, but we will be showing it at Wessa. Well, great. So there'll be something new for them to see. Uh, another yes. question. If I, if I'm working with a major charitable organization and I'm looking for another partner, I'm looking for someone I can work with that I haven't done before. Are you open Call to us. receiving yes. information about that? And how do they go about doing it? And what would you expect of me if we were to be partners? We, we embrace that. Yes, we would call, we would meet, we'd fly you out here. We would see, you know, what it is you're trying to accomplish. And we would do anything we could to help support that any, any way we could, you know, and, a lot of it is like, okay, what can, what can we build around it? You know, how can we get it out to the public's eye? How can we, you know, make it happen without just asking for charitable donations from everybody? It's like, let's put the, let's put the word out there. Let's build something where people think it's cool, but they also know it's a good cause. And we do that all the time. Yeah, we're working with that stuff all the time. And if there's That's... somebody that wants to start a donation and, and we can make it happen, you better believe we'll make it happen. For sure. That's a we great part do, of the story. It really is. Well, we could do private, we do private labels. You know, we could do S&M, you know, outside of any of the brands we do. You know, like I said, we have our own factories. We print our own stuff. We make our own shirts. So, and the owners and the people that work here, they're really good at what they do. They believe in it. That's for sure. Well, I think that's great. Mike, listen, I, uh, I thank you for your time. Uh, Casey, thanks to you for your time. 
we're actually are going to look forward to meeting with you in person up at WISA next month. I'll um, be there. Well, I'm glad you are because we're going to try to be there. We can uh, chat a little bit further, but I thank you for taking the time to uh, chat about the brands, about the new brand. But I think equally important, conveying the philosophy that drives your company. Yes. And that's what we stand behind. And that's what's given us success over all these years. You know, a lot of brands that, that got as popular as Affliction did usually don't last. They peak and they go away. But somehow, by the grace of God, we've been able to, to manage and keep going and, and find our spot, you know, in this, in this world as far as, you know, brands. And it doesn't look like we're going away anytime soon. So that's good. Well, we certainly hope not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Mike, thanks a lot for your time, right. my friend. Okay, thank you. Okay. Right. Thanks, Mike. Show notes and links from today's show can be found at www.wisdombywisa.com. And frankly, we'd like to hear your feedback. There's a contact link on that website to share your thoughts and information. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets. <laughs>